0: Welcome to VESA Talks Podcast. Tune in as we delve into the digital world of entrepreneurship and uncover the strategies and tactics of successful business leaders. My name is Mario Milanovic, and I'm super happy to welcome today's guest, Brian Fried. Uh, Brian is a serial inventor with a portfolio of 15 issued patents, an invention licensing agent, an author, a TV and radio host, and an innovation keynote speaker. Brian, welcome. Thank you, Mario. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm I'm really fascinated with uh, the world of inventions. Uh, maybe more so when I was younger, but uh, you know, I always had some things in my mind, and I really never knew how to go about, you know, putting it together. And I think uh, it's it's really interesting to talk to somebody that does that uh, for a living and professionally and talks about it and everything like that. So, um, before I ask you about your professional um, field what were you like as a kid how did you get around uh, being in this uh, field of business i bet there's a bunch of good stories about that
1: <laughs> when when people ask me that question i kind of reflect on my childhood in a way and i realized that i was curious i did want to understand how things worked and what was really behind them to make them work, and then how people responded or reacted to them. And I realized that as I continued to grow up and I turned from my childhood into being a single guy, then on to, you know, it was school and and being single and then getting married and having a kid and just kind of going through the steps of life, realizing that there's a lot of things that are going on out there. And I started to realize that things annoy me and I wanna find a way to make them better. And not only for me selfishly, but for other people to use. So that's what I really did was kind of take things apart and figure out and understand them. So I can just think about new ways to invent them or if they didn't exist to come up with something new.
0: Awesome. So what was your first invention that you actually had uh, made money on, I suppose, right? Because I bet there was a lot of things that you uh, tinkled with. But uh, what was the first thing that kind of made you realize, hey, wait a second, I can actually make some money in this?
1: Well, in the beginning, Mario, there was a few inventions that I kind of dabbled with and I ended up manufacturing them and they did sell some. So like, for example, I came up with, do I have it on my desk here? Uh, I came up with this product called uh, balloon Baluna band And even before that, I had a bunch of other ones. What I did, Mario, was as I started to have issues or challenges that I thought could be improved, I started to make a real big spreadsheet. And I looked at them and I started to ca- uh, classify them into, is it a housewares? Is it a toy? Is it novelty? And I just started to make this big list. And then I started to wind it down until I realized that, yes, this could be good, not only for me, but for other people. And does it have a big enough window of opportunity? So I started to come up with different things. And I came up with this baluna Band, which is a nylon wristband that, that goes around the kid's wrist. Um, you know, over here, Mario, you can go to like Madison Square Garden, you could go to Nassau Coliseum we used to have. And we used to go to these kid shows with Elmo and Disney on ice and all these things. And you had to buy, you had, I'm saying you had to buy because your kid made you buy it. You had no choice to buy this 10, 12, $15 Mylar balloon with Elmo on it. So we would, we would buy it, tie it around my daughter's wrist and it was too tight where I'd cut her circulation off or it was too loose. And that's exactly what happened. The balloons would fly away in the uh in the ceilings of these uh arenas and uh i said i 'm not the only one that has this problem, so I came up with this nylon wristband that has a metal d ring on the top, and you take the ribbon of the balloon and you tie it on the metal d ring and now the kid can have fun, move it around, you know go on rides, go off rides, and then when you take the ribbon off the uh, the wristband off it it 's also a weight, so the balloon doesn 't fly away so right. i I made a lot of uh parents happy. And uh, my dad even started to use it on the train to show the conductor uh, his train ticket attached to the. He was so proud. But then, you know, as I I started to really get into the world of inventing, I started to come up with ideas that were in the kitchen, let's say, Mario, because I was watching my wife cook and I was doing different things and kind of being more of a people watcher. So I came up with this product, It's called pull ties. Let me see if I have a plastic bag here somewhere. Do I? Hmm. All right. I don't, I don't have a plastic bag handy, but here, I could show you if you take, if you take any, um, plastic bag, cereal bag, freezer bag, and you put it through the loop and then you push the button up and you pull it tight and it seals the bags. So this one was really uh, a very good winner and I was on QVC with it. It's in uh, supermarkets and drugstores and retail chains right now. So, you know, there's different products that I just come up with and I realize that there's a good window of opportunity for people that that may use it. Like the, the one with the nylon wristband might be a little niche, right? But then I come up with products that are in housewares and kitchen gadgets that there's a lot, you know, how many people have a home? Right or a kitchen, it's that. So that that's how I kind of explore my my opportunities, and that's how I find winners that end up making money.
0: Okay, Brian. That, well, that's really that's really great. Um, so can you walk us through the next steps? So I know that you talked about going to, on QVC, which is a huge uh, show, and I know myself. I had three brands uh, on Amazon, and I used to travel to the Canton Fair in China and you know pick products and whatnot so it's a little different but uh I know what it, it took to get onto QVC and there was a lot of uh prerequisites one of them being that they had an MOQ minimum order quantity and uh, and all that so can you walk us through some of those challenges and what you had to do the first time around and uh, your trials and tribulations I would say that going to
1: a trade show really changed my life I happened to be in a in a certain area, and uh, and I met a QVC buyer there, and I mentioned to her that I have these products, and I'd love the opportunity to show her the products, and I showed her a couple things real quick, and uh, she's like, you know what, why don't we just connect up after the show, and I ended up sending her a message. And she's like, why don't you come in? I'm like, uh. <laughs> come into the studio? Okay. Well, I'm in New York and they're in Pennsylvania. So it was uh, about a, a three-hour drive. Nothing crazy, two-and-a-half, three-hour drive. So I went there and I showed different products. And um, I was lucky to find this buyer that really had some great pull there. And uh, she ended up seeing my products. and. I said, here's this one, here's this one, and I'm just working on this one. She goes, I want that one. I'm like, but these, but I want that one. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, you know. And um, I said, it's in prototype stage. I need to just get into production. How long is that going to take? Thirty days to for production uh, for tooling. Thirty days to produce. Thirty days to ship. I need ninety days. All right, so I'll give you hundred twenty days. Let's get going. Give you an order to get started. And then I had my big break. Um, I was on air and uh, I ended up doing really well and keep ordering and ordering and keep going on. And two and a half, three years later, I'm still on. And in the meantime, I'm working on other inventor's products that I represented. I had other inventions that I went on uh, and it was actually these pull ties. It was a, uh, a microwave cooker uh, steamer. I also had my collapsible egg tray. I didn't show you there, Mario, but you take your take eggs and you put them in. And as you take your eggs out, you put them back until there's that much space left. So I call this extra space. So I'm coming up with all these different ideas. And I, I just I happen to get lucky. And then, you know, some products, Mario, I license to earn royalties from and other products I manufacture. And I've been doing the same thing for other inventors for 18 years now. And I kind of have a I take a look at something and from a marketing perspective and kind of my intuition at this point, I see where somebody or myself, where a product is going to go, whether it's through licensing or manufacturing. And then I look to see where I am or where other people are. And then I help them to get to where they want to go. And I understand also the person because it's everybody's different. Everybody has financial obligations. Somebody could be really um Limited with their funds, or they can even have tons of funds and they just don't have the resources to kind of take it to the next level, whether it's time, money, energy, effort, all that. So I help to kind of veer it out. And I've been doing the same thing, like just thinking about an idea, going through the steps, which I'm happy to share with you, and then figuring out is it something that you're going to put in and are you going to get something out, or are you okay with just hanging a patent up on the wall? You know, uh, and a lot of people are happy with that, too. So between myself and other people and, and even yourself, Mario, you know, you want to be able to find something that you might have just sourced it or you might have come up with it from the start. I'm not sure. I'd love to learn more about you. But you take a product or an idea and you bring it to what it is in reality to be able to see how much it costs to make. And then what the margins are along the way to see if your return's going to be there. So you put one in,
0: hopefully you get two out, three out, four out. Right. I'm so interested about this. Um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking out loud now, but, l- you know, let's say I, I'm, you know, driving down the highway and I have this crazy idea and I, and I heard about, you know, Brian Frey, I called you up and. I say, hey, I got this crazy idea and I tell you about it. Can you walk me through the process? Because uh, I think most people wouldn't even know where to start. So I think I guess the phone call would be the first thing. But then after that, you know, what would a guy like me that, let's say, had an invention have to do?
1: First, I'd want to know, again, who you are and what you're about and where you are in your idea stage. So is it an idea in your head? So... I'm happy you called right away at that point, because a lot of times, Mario, you'll be driving and all of a sudden somebody will cut you off and you'll be thinking about, you know, giving the guy the, you know, the bird um, and all of a sudden poof, your idea is gone. So you called me up and you said you have an idea in your head, you're driving, you saw something, uh, uh, you know, doing something and, and uh, you have this idea. So what I would suggest is that you pull over and you do some searching on online and you see if the idea is out there. And I have to say, Mario, like a lot of times when I tell people to just do a simple search a descriptive search online, they end up searching with their eyes closed because they don't want to find it. You have this emotional excitement and you want to be a gazillionaire from your idea, but realistically, you want to make sure that it's your idea, not somebody else's. So do a good search. Go online, go on to different search engines, put in descriptive terms. You can use an an easy um, search engine for patents to search. It's a little bit intimidating when you look through it, but you can look at the images. You can look at the claims on on other people's patents that are out there. Google patents, USPTO.gov in the United States here to do a patent search. But you might want to take what you found and give it to somebody else to do a little bit deeper dive a patent attorney or agent to do a patentability opinion and also pull some other information out and then just keep going through the steps. But that's step one, Mario, is is it an idea that you could call your own? Is it something that you're gonna put your time, money, energy, effort into and what direction are you gonna take to earn, if it's through licensing to earn royalties or manufacturing? So I can go through those stages with you like um, prototyping, and well, before that, even to either work with a with a design industrial designer or engineer, what is your idea? Could it be made out of wood, metal? Is it a cut and sew job? like you know you might need a seamstress, is it a plastic? Right. And then you just keep going through the steps of uh, bringing it to some sort of reality in front of you and then figuring out what direction to take and that's going the manufacturing route, starting your own business or
0: licensing to earn royalties right awesome so the first thing that i'm thinking about is trust uh you know is this guy brian going to steal my idea and you know i bet a lot of people have that question right how do you um uh, how do you go uh, how do you establish trust with the person and what are the steps that you take for uh, for example
1: i could tell you mario for me i just i don't even think about that because I show people that if I can do it, you can do it. I'm nothing special. And I put myself out there where I run the National Inventor Club. I've been running inventors groups for many years. I host a TV show. I've done a radio show in the past. I keep inventing. So I'm always making sure that I, I'm i not the guy to pat you on the back and make you feel good. Like I tell you like it is. I'm not telling you to go down one path or the other path. I'm not telling you anything. I'm going through and helping you to make better decisions. And you know what, Mario? Most of the time when I'm talking to people, I help them to realize that they should stop. And it's not just based on my opinion or how I feel, but I do it because I show them that if you continue with this, your window of opportunity is very limited and you may not get the return that you're expecting. So do you want to go through this and put the money in? Is it enough of a difference to be able to call your own? Is it something that's going to kind of get lost in the sauce out there that you're not going to really, you know, there's so many of the same thing. So these are the questions that I help to ask and to make decisions with them. And then it's okay. If it's the last time I speak to you, I'm okay with that. At least I feel great that I gave you the right information and I'm not spinning you around in a circle to end up where you started from. And that's what I feel great about. And I keep doing it. I put books out to keep uh, getting great information to people. So I I do the TV show and the National Inventor Club, and I do all these different things. This is my latest book, How to Make Money with Your Invention Idea. It's really simple, short, sweet, no BS in here, just boom. (laughs) Do you have a good idea? You don't. If you do, here's how to get started. If you don't, then wait for your next one. So that's what I do, Mario. I just, I put myself out there. I show people that I can do it, you can do it, and I just give them the right information. I love when people come to me first because I can guide them through from my experience. And I've been working with all these people for so many years. I've worked on all different type medical devices, construction, industrial items, small kitchen gadgets, novelty. I mean, every single industry category I've touched at some point with somebody. So I feel like I, have taken all their challenges and successes and put them into my brain. <laughs> That's right. my brain behind me. That's the last CAT scan <laughs> I have. And these are some of my my inventions actually in my, in my journey there. I have to update it. But yeah, I, I love what I do and I feel great giving the advice that I do. And, and like I said, I've been doing this for a long time
0: and I love to keep doing it with the energy I have. That's awesome. So um, I imagine that you probably have a lot of uh people or companies entities that would love to invest into certain gadgets i suppose right so uh, if somebody uh doesn't have the funding to uh you know go and manufacture it because it does take a lot of money um what are some of those solutions Uh, do you have people that are you know waiting to invest into these type of things or how how does that work
1: well there are investors sometimes that come to me that say I I have an I if you have an idea I'd love to take a look. But by the time we're done, they want to either take half the company, they want to tell us what to do every step of the way. So a lot of times Mario, I mean, yes, it could be something. You know, a lot of times also just recently, and no disrespect because everybody's entitled to put their proposals out there, but When we're kind of getting started or we're just a little bit struggling to get our idea out there, uh, sometimes they may take advantage and try to buy our ideas for pennies on the dollar. And you don't have to do that and you don't have to give away your company or your idea. That's why there's something called licensing. And that means, Mario, that I go to a company that already exists and I say, hey, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Company, uh, I have an idea that. I've done my due diligence. I I've, uh, have a patentability opinion done. I have all the engineered drawings and files done. I have patent pending status, or I might be pat- patented at that point. And here's even some sales, or maybe not. Maybe I'm just starting and this is not something that I can commercialize myself, but I got it to this point because I'm not a marketing person or I'm not a business person, but I'm an idea person. And uh, what they would do is so I show them. I have this product I think would align nicely with your product line. And if if you're interested, you would manufacture it, you would distribute it, and I would earn a royalty from it. So that's what it is. So you go to the stores and you see the products that are on the shelf that you think your product would align nicely to. And you call those companies. That's how you get a, a licensing deal with companies that already have good distribution or even online. But a lot of online companies like yourself were distributors. I'm not calling you up saying I have this invention for you to license from me because you're, you're a salesperson taking a product and selling it online with your brand and building your brand your way with other people's products. But these are manufacturers with distribution to be able to earn a royalty.
0: Awesome. No, that, that makes sense. I, I just think that initially a lot of people are confused about which way to go and whatnot. And so this information is super valuable. So You, you know what, Mario? You know what? Yeah. For this one, I'll just
1: show you real quick. Like I came up with an invention and it was kind of in the stage where I, I just didn't have time to manufacture. So I came up with, uh, you know, sometimes Mario, if you go to like uh, a party and there's chips, people kind of, you know, without anybody <laughs> looking at you, you you probably do. <laughs> but, you know, people scoop their the chips out and it's kind of gross. These days, you know, you want to be a little uh, cleaner, but what I did was I came up with a with a, a ball that you can open up and scoop. And I thought it would look cool to have a face on it. So then I licensed it to a company who licensed it, who who got the licensing rights from Sesame Street and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now my product, well, then my product had Elmo, Cookie Monster, all the Ninja Turtles. So every time one of them sell, sold, it would, they would have to pay me and they would have to pay Nickelodeon or Sesame Street. So those are, those are different things. And here, like it's all about timing also. Um, during COVID, it was very difficult for people to get paper towels around here. So I was cherishing my paper towel roll. And I, I have my paper towel roll on a stand like many people do. And I started to notice that when you pull a sheet off, you have to put your hand on top to pull the sheet off. So usually you're pulling it off when your hands are wet or dirty. So I started to look at mine. And it was all like shriveled up and dirt and disgusting. And I started to ask my friends and family, can you take a picture of the top of your paper towel roll? And like, oh, Fried, (laughs) what are you up to now? I'm like, just do it. Don't, you know, if it works out, I'll send you, I'll send you one. So what I did was I came up with this cap that goes into any paper, anything that's on a paper towel stand or holder because, you know, the paper towel roll goes on. Yep. you slip it in the top and now when your hands are wet or dirty boom you put it on top let me see if i could do this with uh on top and then you pull the sheet off and now it keeps it clean and yep. dry on top so these have been <laughs> selling really well on on amazon and you know i got picked up by an influencer on that as top 2022 product you know like just Amazing. different things like that mario so sometimes i manufacture it and i earn and i and i Buy it for a certain price and I sell it for a certain price. And then other times I'll license it and I'll earn royalties. These these products sold millions of units in the major retail stores. And by the way, amazing. Elmo outsells Cookie Monster two to one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's really great. I mean, I can see that your brain functions in a different way. Walk me through what it's like to live in your world. Do you walk into like places and just want to improve on everything or You know, is that a kind of a curse that you have? What is that
1: like? I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing, but uh, you have to ask my my family. (laughs) I I think I'm a little cuckoo sometimes, but you know what? Um, That's how the world evolves and how new things come around is by people being. Stopping and looking at things that they're doing and making them better for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at things, I'm figuring things out. I love to improve things and come up with new ideas all the time. But when I start to search and I see that it could be something that is mine or it already exists, that's fine. At least I know that I'm just, my brain is working to always find something new. And I love to do that with kids and people in different professions. And that's the thing, Mario. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be a doctor, lawyer, unemployed, senior citizen, student everybody has an idea at some point or another. It's just, you got to stop and capture it and then go, is it something that I should work on or eh, somebody else will do it? Oh, and then you'll say, oh, I would have, could have, should have, you know, I just, I, that person invented the GPS and I I invented the GPS, you know know what I'm saying? So it's just being aware, being aware of your environment. You wake up. You, you have an alarm clock that goes off, you go in the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you brush your hair, you go into the kitchen, you're doing things and you're in the car or public transportation, you're going through all these steps and motions and there's things that are happening. Are you happy with the way that they're going? Because it's just routine for you. Or are you going to stop and think about something that could make a difference for you and other people?
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's really crazy. I know one of my things that I do: I walk into businesses, whether it's a coffee shop or a restaurant, and I continuously in my head do numbers. How to how can they improve the restaurant? How can they improve this? Can they you know use a different tray? Uh, you know, is the path from the kitchen the most effective? I, I myself, I drive myself crazy sometimes. I have to stop, but I suppose that's also something that you can train your brain on to start noticing certain things about your daily life that could be improved upon and then actually writing it down. I bet you, you can probably come up with a lot of different uh, ideas. And then once you have those ideas, you can narrow them down and then they can give you a call and you can put them to the ringer, I suppose. Right. So this is really, really fascinating to me. I I just love it. Um, Uh, Just let them come to you. Don't think too hard. Just let them come to you. (laughs) Right. 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 So um, I know that I saw a few pictures with Mr. Wonderful and the Shark Tank and all that. Uh, uh, what is your connection with uh, Shark Tank, if any at all? Or, or well, did you have any experiences well, look, with them?
1: Well, look, I've helped a lot of people with their applications and getting on to Shark Tank or maybe not getting on to Shark Tank. I happen to be in the Green Room back in the day with Lori Grenier from uh, you know now she's on Shark Tank in uh, Q, she's very active with QVC so I had a chance to meet her there and she was on my radio show you know so I look as I'm doing things um, I get to meet some very interesting people um, I was on a, a show with um, Nicole Richie uh, she has uh, Candily Nicole uh, that was a blast and I get to meet all different types of people as I'm in my world helping regular people, you know, just with an idea like us, just kind of going through things, people at all different stages, and just really being able to uh, help them to figure out what they should do, if they should do anything at all. So uh, I'm really happy about uh, just being in this world of my niche and just helping people. And again, it's not a niche because it's this big, you know what I mean? But it's just putting people on track and just Helping them to figure things out. There's a lot of information out there, and I just I want to be able to help as many people as I can with uh, with their
0: ideas. That's amazing. That really sounds great. So, what would you think? What would you say is uh, Brian's secret weapon? What's that one thing that you think you're like really good at?
1: Seeing an idea through to on the retail shelf or out there being sold, and who's going to use it. And then going back and then helping to figure out what to do to bring the idea to reality. You know, Mario, when I come up with something, the the greatest feeling is knowing that people are using my idea for the reason I came up with it. And, and that drives me. That is like, I need somebody to use this and understand what it's like to really be able to experience the reason that I invented it. And I want that for other people too. But it's got to be something that makes sense. That's amazing.
0: Really, really, really great uh, information. So if you were in my shoes, and you had to ask yourself one question on this podcast, what would that be? Um, I think it's really important to, well, we did
1: ask it already, I kind of went through I was thinking about making sure that you do your due diligence and just really making yourself aware of what's out there. But you know what Mario, it's really important for other people to learn and I think that just being able to stop in your tracks and and jot it down and capture the idea is really important. I'm just thinking about something that I didn't that you didn't ask that I can help with, but I think you did a pretty good job when I'm stuck like that. <laughs> that means you did a good job so is there oh, right. anything that you anything else you'd
0: like to ask mario no i think this is it i think uh you know this was a really captivating uh, discussion um i think that a lot of people are going to get some insight into uh your mind your brain and the process i think a lot of people including myself are intimidated by you know how to start i suppose so i think this was a really really great talk can you tell us Can you tell all our viewers how to get in touch with you?
1: Sure. My personal website is brianfried.com. And a lot of times people end up spelling my name B-R-A-I-N, so I'm brain fried. (laughs) So make sure you (laughs) spell it B-R-I-A-N. brianfried.com is my personal website. Inventorsmart is my business website. National Inventor Club is a community for innovators, inventors, entrepreneurs, startups resources for inventors. Got invention show is a place where I promote inventors through their invention journey. Some still working on their ideas and others that have commercialized it very successful. So yeah, let's stay in touch. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. So let's let's keep in touch
0: and and keep moving your ideas forward. Wonderful. Well thank you Brian that was really wonderful. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate thank it. Thank you.